This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country. Odyssey.com as well as the Odyssey app. Welcome back to Bet MGM Tonight live from MGM National Harbor. Quentin Mayo, Ryan Horvath, and Trista Crick here. But we do have a special guest. If you're watching on Twitch, twitch.tv slash BetQL, this fancy crane camera is moving all over the place. Because we have a special guest joining us right now to the left of me, Johnny Grooms, MGM Director of East Coast Retail Sportsbook Operation Johnny. He's the guy to know for the VIP access. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he's got us the easy pass up there to get our, <laughs> to get our tickets in. How you doing, sir? I'm doing great. Uh, my Tennessee Volunteers rolled today. Yeah. So, Look at them all uh, smug looking. That's right. Yeah, it's been I, a good couple weeks for you. I, yeah, I asked them asked before we came on. I was like, do you have any plays today? You're looking at any team. Like, my Tennessee Vols. That's they right. rolled. You said they felt disrespected, and they played like they were disrespected with that three seed. You know, uh, I'm a big fan of college basketball in general, and my biggest uh, issue with it was when you ask about why it happened, nobody could ever really tell you why they got that seed. Right. You could look at their rankings against Ken Palm, Sagarin, yeah. every single ranking you look at, wins, quadrant one wins. Yep. And they they were better in every metric. But in the end, they're in the tournament. They they balled out today, and I'm looking forward to a, a good game of Michigan tomorrow and hopefully a rematch of Villanova in Sweet 16. So. I love the Vols, man. I got, I got to back them. I need a new team now. I don't know if you heard, but Iowa lost. Uh, yeah. That was a bad loss for me and my uh, Keegan Murray propaganda that I've been using, that I've been uh, putting on display. So we got to move on. I'm on the Vols with you. I love that team. Uh, let's talk about where we are right now. MGM National Harbor. This is a beautiful facility. I feel like we should do all of our shows from here. I'm, I'm, I'm going to start a petition right now, and I'm going to sign it first and foremost. What is the atmosphere like in here around March, and how can you like compare that to other times in the year? Um, maybe like Super Bowl, or maybe like uh, college football playoffs. Like March Madness to me is just so crazy and frantic, and I've seen a little bit of it so far today. How could you describe it? Well, the Super Bowl is a uh I don't know. It's it's one game, one event. It happens. Everybody's hyped up for it. Uh, of course, this year the halftime show was hella good. I mean, yeah. It was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to lie. It was really good. It was hella good. No, that was. that yeah. halftime I mean, show was legendary. It was. It was yeah. the best one I've ever seen. Second, A close second place is Prince in the Rain down yes. there. You know? yeah. I love that That's from you. That's a good one, too. Because yeah. I'm 24. When I say it's the best one, it was like, oh, no, you weren't alive back when Prince yeah. was making it and it started raining. Yeah. No. When no. you tell me, I, a, I, I like that. It was legit. But, yeah, the, uh, the I think the thing about uh, March Madness is it's more of a sustained energy the energy starts with the with the, the conference tournaments and selection sunday and then and then you start building to a peak and then we actually kick off the games here on thursday we have four great days of basketball to watch on television and i mean you look at the venue if if you don't like if you don't like watching sports in here i don't know what to tell you yeah I mean, <laughs> it's, it's it's johnny is an sec guy and is a tennessee fan which team it's probably kentucky but which team you know concerns you the most not only like in this bracket but if you're looking at other sec schools which team like can you just not stand is it kentucky or is there another school maybe alabama well if we're talking basketball it's 100 percent kentucky yeah i mean i am not gonna lie that's the biggest rival we have if we're talking about uh, football i'm a, a child of the 80s and 90s and there's nothing like beating the florida gators so 
Well, Alabama's Alabama. Even like, still beating the Florida Gators, yeah, right? Let me, ask you, let me ask you one more because I love coming in for March Madness, but I'm also a big poker player, and I love the poker room here. You have 40 tables. Can you tell the people out there, I have a bunch of buddies, you know, that are listening, just a little bit about the poker room because I've heard you're uh, quite the fan yourself. Well, uh, my previous job before this, I was director of poker here at MGM National Harbor. There you go. Uh, my background is specifically in poker. I've directed every major poker tournament in the world, so. Um, Don't say that too loud. Cam is getting red in the face over there. He is so excited. He's yeah, like, I've, I've, he likes those high limit games. Yeah, yeah. He and I talked about poker a little while ago, but um, the it has stakes for everyone. It has introductory stakes. Uh, it has uh, higher stakes, and then if you really want to get in there and, and, and move some money around, you can play as high as you want to. Um, nice different spread of games. The, the, I think the biggest issue we have here on this property is the fact that it's such, such a highly populated area that it's always very busy. Yeah. And if you're trying to get in on a weekend, you're going to wait a little while. It's, it's been that way since we opened the doors here. So, but yeah, it's a fantastic uh, venue facility all the way around, not only the sports book, but, you know, everything about this property. Just, and you, know, you have I, tournaments, I daily tournaments as well, right? We absolutely do, yes. Yeah, perfect. Yep. Johnny, what do you think is the future of sports betting uh, at venues like this, how do we see like the the change of technology uh, as states become more legalized and it gets even more normalized and sexy? Like, where do you think this all goes? It goes right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there, th th that little device does so many great things for us. And and you know, I mean, uh, some jurisdictions we actually have in-game betting where you can pull your phone out, and you can load money onto your app, and you can actually sit here in the book and actually make wagers. And and that's you know, long term, that's what we'd like to see it. Uh, you know, we're, we're working to get digital in this market, you know, and we'll, we'll get there at some point. But uh, you know, we have it across the river in Virginia. We have it uh, in a two-block radius in D.C. But in the end, it's going to be like everything else. It's going to it's going to evolve into your phone is the conduit between you and the sports betting partners. And, you know, it's a, it's a great thing. So. Does, does that mean that there needs to be, I guess, more ramped up, I guess, like bells and whistles in here in, in like the sports book lounge to, to draw people when they have a phone? That's a that's a tough question. It's probably for smarter guys than me. Yeah. Uh, the market, the marketing guys, and the guys who talk about how we're going to get our players on property and crossover from retail to digital. There's a, a, a ongoing effort for those conversations. But yeah, it's, I mean, it's a it's a partnership. I mean, the whole the whole thing is BetMGM makes a brand promise, and MGM uh, is part of our name, and it's part of what we do and who we are. Uh, and it's it's no more evident than anywhere than inside the sports book. This is you can look at this place and, and tell it's an MGM sports book. So it's oh, fantastic. Oh, absolutely! I love being here. Like I, I'm going to keep putting this bug in the ears of whoever needs here. I want to be here more, please. Yeah. The jumbotron over the bar. That's it's just, crazy. It's That's crazy. That's <laughs> it's legit. Man. And I've been so Capital One Arena here in DC. It's like you see the jumbotron. That looks like it right here, and we yep. got it to the left of us right here yep. behind us. I want to ask you because you already brought up just the sports books and stuff like that. A little birdie told me. We're going to be at Washington Nationals Park here soon for a show live from that area. What should we expect from that sportsbook? I know one thing, they're open seven days a week. Can you tell us more about what they have to offer there at Nats Park? Yeah, so the, the Nats Park sportsbook, it's not what you'd look at as a typical Vegas-style sportsbook with the big viewing areas. It's uh, It's got a uh, seats about 70 or 80 patrons as far as the, the food and beverage setting goes. 17 kiosks, six betting windows, private betting window, and uh, – and it's uh, it's a really convenient thing for the the ball games we have every year. Uh, Eighty one ball games a year. You're going to have people getting off the metro there, walking right by the stadium, I can't and wait. it's going to be really really busy there. But it's a it's a great spot to go, have a meal, have a drink, sit down and catch the game, and uh, it's it's fun. I'm looking forward to hosting you guys over there too. It's good stuff. Well, awesome. wait a minute, that's where you've been at, Ryan. So oh, I bet, I bet, um, yeah. I bet well, so Ryan lives. We there. start the show at seven to eleven. Our studio is on Half Street. 
and Ryan comes running in all late. So I'm like, Ryan, what's going on? He's oh, like, no, oh, no, I'm, I'm always sorry. on time. Hey, the bosses are listening to Okay, he's, he's not late. He's never late. I'm the one that's actually a little later than Ryan. But he's running. Yeah. He said I was just up the street. Ain't nobody mad at you, man. Nobody yeah. mad at you. <laughs> Johnny, so, like, now obviously everybody's betting the games. You have first half bets you could place. But um, any big bets come on, like, with futures? You know, we heard about a guy placing a big bet on Duke, even though Duke can't defend a chair. Uh, I think Kentucky's getting some love <laughs> right now. If I could come down and dap you up right now, I would. That's all I'm <laughs> yeah, we're, we're out on Duke. Have you noticed any big bets in the futures market, or has is, is everybody kind of missed the value there? Well, uh, here on this property, we haven't had any very uh, huge futures bets, but the one you mentioned is the one that stands out the most. I think the guy got Duke at 17-1. to 1, yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah. And so was it uh, 30000 or 300000 I think it was 30K. Yeah, yeah 30K. I, mean, I mean, look, if you want to set money on fire and burn it, you know, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And Duke and Duke and Coach K, that's the I just feel like these kids, man, there's so much pressure on these kids. And you saw that in that last home game, like where he takes the mic right after the game and oh, he's like, man. I just want to apologize. It's like I mean they're still 19, 20-year-old kids. They, they want to beat Carolina just as bad as Coach Kate. Like yeah. that's the rival right well, there. Well the conspiracy yeah. theorist in me likes to say that the that the, the, the powers that be might have wanted to see Duke as a two seed yeah, because oh. of Coach K's last year. For sure. And look, if I could pick teams, I'd like to see my Tennessee team play. Let's roll. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we saw. We I saw, want some of that. Boots on the ground with the balls. <laughs> We've like seen it. Duke fall apart in the second half all year. We see him fall apart all the time. All the time. You know, one of the more more famous uh, losses that I, I took and I actually encouraged Quentin to take. It's okay. Uh, it was when uh, Duke ended up – they looked great. They played Ohio State at Ohio State. Yeah. Duke was, uh, was living right. Everybody was feeling like Duke was the team to beat. Duke went up, I want to say, like maybe 18 points in the first half. They're and Duke huge. was a one-and-a-half-point dog. In the second half, and I said, "Everybody, pull Load over, yeah. pull over, <laughs> she told everyone, to pull, over. pull over." One guy stopped at Kmart. T ten, ten units on Duke got Quentin to put some money on it, uh, and I it did. was what we call a long, slow, light the candles up, put some Marvin Gaye on bubble bath kind of mm -hmm. style, and then it's from like then on, mm -hmm. <laughs> and then from then on, it was like, "Yeah, I'm all out on on Duke." What are some of the narratives and some of the great storylines that have happened so far that you think? you know, really stand out to you? Well, uh, being here in Virginia, uh, I think the Richmond uh, defeat of Iowa yeah. as a 5-12. Uh, shout out to Richmond down the road. How about the Spiders? Went to school uh, right, right around there. That was uh, nice. Quentin's national champion, by the way, Iowa. Sent down to Iowa. I don't know why Iowa. I played oh, in Richmond. I, no, not Richmond. I went to Randolph-Bacon College. I partied in Richmond all the time, and I didn't take them against Iowa. Uh, Poor me. Traitor. That's I, the uh, every year there's always that 5-12, and yep. it looks like that's going to be the one this year. Um, my favorite story, and we were just talking about this before the uh, we got back on air, um, the 23 or the, the 22 or 23 point line for uh, for uh, uh, Gonzaga versus yeah. Georgia State and seeing that guy hit that three and one yeah. and I'm sitting out here sweating the game with one of my buddies who had action on uh, on Gonzaga yeah. and as soon as he, I saw that three went in I said that was bad for you and then the whistle I said that was really bad for you yeah that was tough everybody <laughs> yeah. was in here screaming it was actually chaos when that went down oh yeah uh, I, I I gotta ask you so you love your Vols do you have a Final Four that you've already penciled in or you have a team that you think is gonna win it all. Um, as well. I will tell you that uh, my, I picked for the national championship game. I picked with a little bit of heart, but a whole lot of head. I thought it was going to be uh, Gonzaga versus Tennessee. And does anybody remember the last time Tennessee and Gonzaga played? I do not. I what happened? I will tell you it was an Admiral Schofield. Ad and, yeah. And, yeah. Oh, wow. Washington Admiral Wizards put the legend. beat down on them. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, I took I took a Tennessee versus Gonzaga in the championship, and I think I have a – 
uh, Kentucky going to the Final Four, okay. and I can't can't remember my fourth. But I, I, out of all the games I picked so far today, the only game that I missed was Richmond uh, in in, uh, in Iowa. Yeah, yeah, same here, John, John, And it's crazy because we have March Madness going on, but the NFL never stops. Devontae Adams just got traded, most likely to, to the Raiders. I'm a Packers fan, so that hurts oh, me. Oh, that sucks. But I wanted to go through the process of Selection Sunday because you guys obviously here are getting prepared for the tournament, which right. is a huge, uh, obviously a huge time of the year. Yeah. And Tom Brady announces that he's coming back to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And a couple big bets come in. So, like, what's the process like that, like adjusting the numbers? And when you see that news, I mean, you're getting ready for Selection Sunday, and then it's like, oh, man, we gotta we got to adjust the number here, yeah, right? did you see how big the futures lines changed as yeah, soon as he came back? Yeah, so, how, like, walk me through that. How does that what, is, what happens there? Is that like a phone call, a text, like, we got to get on this? or? Well, most of our stuff is handled by our trading team. Yeah. We have a centralized group of traders that actually uh, do all the math uh, and do all the, uh, the research, et cetera, and something like that comes in, those guys – immediately get to work and do what they got to do to, to, to get that right yeah. um there was, if i was in their chair as soon as that came in the first thing i'm saying is holy yeah so i'm not i'm not going to say that on air right that's there's going mean, to be there's going to be some profanity there so way to yeah. way to have tom brady ruin the limelight put it all on him again he waited a few seconds they people are just at home enjoying their sunday man they yeah. always say father time is undefeated but i think tom brady's going to give him a go for it no, yeah. he's gonna I, give him I think he's already won as a as a honest. as a husband and a father i could tell you man it always seems like you want to be home more those two and i love my son and my wife who's watching right now but two months just at home he, he needed to get back. No doubt. You and see Ryan, that suit? Giselle needed yeah. him back on that football field. He was like, I'm out of here. Yeah. yeah. So uh, something I'd like to actually ask you guys about, um, uh, Freddie Freeman as a Dodger. Ooh. Yeah, oh, I man. texted, I texted uh, Cam. Cam. I, I missed You're the lockout Cam's a big Dodger fan. I'm a, I'm a huge Atlanta Braves fan, Ooh. and that hurt. Yeah. That hurt. But I will tell you, Matt Olson Matt signing Olson's him. Matt Olson's not bad. Well, we signed him to what we, tra we he traded in, and we signed him to an uh, eight-year extension. So I'm never going to say that I, I'm never going to say that I didn't want to lose Freddie because he was such a great, such a great person. Yeah. Great clubhouse leader, yeah. and you knew you're, you're getting uh, bat 300, 30 home runs, 100 RBIs, and, and you're getting that from him every year. So it sucked to lose him, but if we're going to lose him, Matt Olson, thank you very much. How <laughs> tough was it for you, like doing what you do here at MGM, looking at the lockout situation with with uh, the MLB, not knowing if baseball was going to be played. Like, how tough was that just from a business standpoint, sweating that out? Well, I can tell you internally we, we had lots of conversations about that. I think the biggest impact it was going to be is the fact we have a sports book on property at a Major League Baseball stadium. Yes, right. Yeah. And so when we're budgeting and looking what we're going to do every year, we're counting on 81 home games yeah. where 20, 30, 40,000 people walk right by the front door. Yeah. And then suddenly it's like, oh, wait a minute, we're not going to have baseball for a while. But thank you for the uh, to the players and the owners for getting that straightened out because we're happy that April 7th we're going to get to play ball. Yes. I'm so excited. Oh, you would have been, been posting uh, KBO numbers. <laughs> oh, no, we're going we're gonna to do, do some uh, cricket, some yeah. darts. Some <laughs> underwater Reminds me of the pandemic again. I never want to go back to that ever right. again. Oh, that was bad. That <laughs> yep. was bad. Johnny, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we have to do this again sometime. Hopefully we can do it again. From here, this is an incredible sports book. We knew it was an incredible sports book. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's the king of sports books. The only sports book. That's what we say here at BetMGM. Johnny Grooms, of course, MGM director of East Coast Retail Sportsbook Operation, joining us here.